Welcome to Crossing the Line, a podcast brought to you by Eagle Center for Leadership's Dr. Larry Little. In this episode, we're hearing more from Larry as we learn about one of the foundational ways to cross the line, which is understanding the personalities of yourself and those around you. If you're new, we invite you to subscribe and get notifications when new episodes are dropped. You can find Crossing the Line on iTunes, Spotify, or on our website in the show notes. You can also watch this episode and other Crossing the Line episodes on YouTube by searching for the channel Eagle Center for Leadership. Now, let's join Larry as we learn more about the tranquil turtle. Hey guys, welcome back to Crossing the Line. I really appreciate you taking this journey with us as we talk about the importance of personalities and how to connect with those who are different than us. We've talked about much-loved monkeys, we've talked about the leading lions, we've talked about the competent camels, and now it's time to talk about those tranquil turtles. And man, they're so important. Those tranquil turtles bring so much to a relationship, so much to a team. And the reason we're going through this is really so that you can blink as you connect. And what are you talking about blink, Larry? What is blinking? Well, blinking in our world is when you look at someone, listen to someone, you see what they're doing non-verbally, you listen to the words that they're saying, and then you try to blink their personality so that you can speak their language. If you get it wrong, we've said no problem because you now know how to validate or how to communicate with each of the personalities, so you just back up and try another one. So if you have relationships that are important to you, it's really important to start out by blinking and then verifying what personality type they are so that you can connect and speak their language, connect with them and speak their language. So in order to do that, we need to first start off with debunking two myths. You've heard me talk about them with the other personalities. The first myth is that we believe that everyone shares the same value views. In other words, if I'm a turtle and and I think that, you know, kind of being laid back and, and listening, and making sure the other person is heard, and making sure that we have plenty of time to think about things and process them in our minds and in our soul and saturate, and making sure that we that we are slow enough to make solid, good, thinking our decisions through. If I believe all those things are important, the myth is that I believe everybody shares those value views. Well, we know that's just not true. If I'm a, a turtle leader, and I call a meeting, that's our illustration we've been using, um, calling a meeting at, at 9 o'clock. It's okay in my mind if you're a little late and I'm okay with that. You know, I'm, I'm going to mosey on in and a couple of minutes till maybe somewhere right around 9, maybe a couple of minutes after. It's all good. But here comes the monkey. And the monkey on my team comes in and, and she's just all kind of energy. I mean, man, she's just all about some energy and she's laughing and she's loud and she's, man, alive. And she's telling stories and she's laughing and she's, and she's just got this chaotic nature. And I just have to, I really just have to put up a wall. I really cannot deal with that much energy right now. I cannot deal with that on my team. I'm, I'm trying to get ready for our meeting and kind of think through what I want to say. Here comes the lion. He comes roaring in. He's asking me, why have I bothered him? Why have I upset his day? And why, what right did I have to call him into a meeting? He wants to know what it's about. When will he get through? And what do you want about, of him to do? And, and, and he, he de, he's demanding 
that I tell him exactly where this meeting is going, how long it's going to last. I mean, he just he's throwing demands everywhere. He's rude. He's arrogant. He's condescending. I'm not having him on my team. I'm not, I'm not having anything to do with him. I'll tell you that right now. And I just go in my shell. I just shut it down because I don't want to deal with him. I'm getting ready for my meeting, and here's the camel. My camel comes in, and my camel is agitated because she did not get the, the agenda. She wants to know what's the agenda, what's the timeline. She wants to know the details. She wants to know she's very critical that my agenda just has three points, but that's all I need are three words on the agenda. She's very critical that I have not paid enough attention to the meat of, of what we're talking about to give her those details. She has She's saturating me with all kinds of questions, and then she's critical of how I'm leading this meeting, telling me six ways that I could do it better. Huh. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm not going to have anything to do with her. In fact, I'm going to just go in my shell. In fact, I do have some answers to her questions, but she's ticked me off, so I'm just going to hold those answers so she doesn't have them. <laughs> so by my passive nature, my, my passivity, passive aggressiveness, if you will, uh, I have just, in fact, invalidated three-fourths of the population, three-fourths of the personality style. That's why it's important to debunk that myth because everybody doesn't value the same things that I do when it comes to relationship, when it comes, when it comes to leading. The, the second myth is that we believe that people view us the same way as we view ourselves. You know, I look at myself as wise as a turtle and thoughtful and, and the ability to make good, well-thought-out decisions. I value myself as making sure that Everyone has a voice and making sure we can all collaborate. Well, that might be how I view myself, but the monkey views me as just boring, as, as not even having the ability to have any energy, as, as not being able to even communicate or laugh or connect. It, it, he really, that monkey really looks at me and, and thinks that I'm, I, you know, I, I really don't even, I don't even have the energy to talk. I don't even have the energy to engage. You know, I think wisdom is important, and I think being heard is important, and I think that we need to slow down the process. That's not how the lion sees me. The lion sees me as not even having a pulse. The lion sees me as nothing more than roadkill even at times to, to get, that gets in her way as she's trying to lead, and I'm trying to see, and she thinks I'm slowing things down. What I see as thoughtful and, and making good, strong decisions, the lion sees as getting in the way and slowing the process down. I think it's really important to make sure that, that we come together and that we connect, that we think things through, and, and that we are very flexible, that we just, you know, we, there's really no timeline. Let's just kind of see how it goes, and, and let's be willing to make adjustments along the way. And the camel sees that as not being able to make a decision, not holding to a deadline, not holding anybody accountable, and letting people do what they want to do. <laughs> He sees me very different than I see myself. He sees me as a camel very differently than I see myself. It's important to understand if we're going to speak the language of others, it's important to understand who they are. And if we are turtles, it's important to debunk the two myths that I've just articulated to you so that we can lead in a more effective way. In order to do that, let's take just a second and let's look at these turtles a little bit in a little bit deeper light. You know, the, the turtles are so important. Um, they bring so much to the team. I, I Look, I, I'm an old guy, right? So I remember, in fact, if you remember this, you might be old too. 
Do you remember the old commercial that said E.F. Hutton? And when E.F. Hutton speaks, what happens? You remember that? When E.F. Hutton speaks, well, if you can finish that, you might be old, right? <laughs> but it's people listen. And so it is with the turtle. When the turtle speaks, people should listen because she has such wisdom. Turtles possess an ability to see things. So that they possess an ability to, to look through all the chaos and the mess and, and bring wisdom, bring clarity, bring that, that thoughtfulness to the situations. I've seen, I've seen groups of, of, of staff working on teams and, and chaos just erupting all around the room. And, and finally, that, that turtle finally says something. And when she does, it's like everybody goes, wow, wow. Because turtles possess that that wisdom, we just have to learn how to access it. Listen, they're never going to demand to be heard. They're never going to yell over us. They're never going to. They're never going to tell us to be quiet so they can be heard. And turtles won't do that. But if we learn to speak turtle language, and we learn to garner that wisdom, man, it's so beneficial. I'm telling you, in in the workplace, it's incredibly valuable. Even more important in your relationships, if you can learn to hear and connect and listen to the turtle. You will be so glad. Your relationships will be so rich. You see, turtles bring peace with them to situations that are chaotic. They bring peace when things are out of control. They bring wisdom to, to dilemmas that they face. But on the flip side, they do have some weaknesses. You see, turtles can be very happy right here in their own mud hole, if you will. They can be very happy just to, to just with the way things are, and really sometimes they're very difficult to incentivize to move forward. They can be unmotivated because they're just content. And if you're a turtle and you're leading others, just because you're content doesn't mean you have the right to be content or put that contentment on your team who who needs to achieve, who needs to be goal driven. Just because you're a turtle and and you're content in a certain living environment doesn't mean your partner or your significant other or your family. Is they need you to, to care for them. They need you to be engaged with them. They need you to be invested in them. And that's hard sometimes for that introverted turtle. Uh, turtles, not only can they be unmotivated at times, they can procrastinate. They can think about things, 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 till by the time they made a decision, you know, the time has passed to make a decision. So it's really important, Turtles, to understand these weaknesses and to work on that and to work on being more engaged, to work on being more incentivized and motivated in your professional life and in your personal life. Just a choice to work on procrastinating and making sure you set some structure for yourself so that you can move forward and not just not just think about and spin on something over and over and over again. It's really important. Turtles possess such strengths and they have weaknesses, as we all do, that we have to work on. So how do you validate those turtles? How do you, how do you lead those turtles in your life? And, and this, one is, this one is tough because turtles, remember, they're very wise. So if you're going to validate the turtles in your life, you're going to have to understand that what's most important to them are one-on-one -on -one relationships one-on-one -on -one interpersonal relationships. But don't let this fool you. Don't let this fool you. I'm not talking about a relationship with the turtle as much as I'm talking about understanding who that turtle is. And turtles have very few 
relationships that are that are significant to them, but they're very significant. They're very they're very loyal. They're very important. They're very deep. So you've got to learn to invest in those relationships uh, that are important to the, to the turtle. In other words, it's about the relationships that are important to the turtle that you should invest in, that you should authentically care about, and that means slowing down, taking time to listen earn the right to lead the turtle. You earn the right. When the turtle thinks you've really heard them, when he thinks you've really heard him, when she thinks you've really heard her, then she will work for you. He will work for you in the professional setting. They will be loyal. But this takes, and this is our trigger word, this takes T-I-M-E time. This takes time. So we have to realize that we can't just run through and validate turtles. We can't run through and pat them on the back and keep going. That doesn't lead them validate. No, 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 no. Turtles need you to spend time with them. If you, if you live with a turtle, she needs your time. You may be aligned and may be frustrated and have 27 things you want to go accomplish. Nothing's more important than spending time with the one you truly care about and speaking her language and slowing down. Even though you say, well, I'm not getting anything out of this. Well, it's not about you. It's about speaking the language of your loved one. It's about learning in the, in the work setting how to lead those turtles by allowing the time to connect, to communicate, giving them time, by the way, to process, giving them time to, to think about how you are communicating, to think about a response and allowing them the space, if you will, to respond to you, to honoring their turtle time, to give them the time that they need. That's so important to them. And to let them know that you care about the people that they care about, that you authentically want to know about them, that you authentically want to hear their stories. And that takes some time to build that, that strong relationship. But oh my goodness, it's so worth it. Never will forget, I had a friend who was CEO. He was a turtle. And I began coaching him and I would go in and we developed this friendship and I would spend the, the, the first part of the time that we had together, we would just talk about each other's family. And I would ask about his children and he would ask about my children. And, and we just developed this authentic relationship outside of the, even the coaching world. We just became friends. And, and by the way, turtles are brilliant at knowing if you're manipulating them or if you authentically care. Okay. So, and by the way, authentically caring is a choice. Doesn't mean if you feel it, it's not a feeling, it's choosing to truly listen and care. So, we did that, and and uh, he had, he worked in the in the aerospace business, and 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 worked with with NASA for a while, and now he's at this this large aerospace engineering company, and and uh, but but at the time um, he was working over in, and uh, I, I think he was still over in NASA, and and he said uh, he said, hey, Mary, I'm, would you be interested in going to a shuttle launch, and taking your family? Would your family like to see a shuttle launch before they stop the program? And I'm like, yeah, Dave, we would, we would love that. So he set it all up for us, and we went to to see this this launch. And I never will forget his job. He was on the he was over the propulsion of getting it, you know, getting it off the ground. And so here we are at this shuttle launch, beautiful setting. We're on these bleachers with the flag flying, the clock ticking down. We look across the water. And, and there's the, the shuttle and, you know, it begins smoking and those kind of things. And, and Dave calls and he goes, hey, are you guys okay? I'm like, Dave, we're, we're good. I'm watching now. I'm looking at the clock and my son is with me and my wife. 
and he said, "Hey, does your son? Does, what does your son think? Is your son there?" I'm like, "I'm like, hey, look, Dave, he's good. He's right here. Look, m- my wife's right here. That that clock is ticking down, and you got to get this thing off the ground." And I laughed. Now he knew exactly what he was doing. Everything was under control, but he was checking on us. He was checking on my son. He was checking on my wife to make sure that we had a good time. Why was that? Well, because he was a turtle, and he knew they were important to me, and he wanted to make sure that they were okay. I'll tell you, there's nothing as rich as a true, authentic, deep relationship with a turtle. And when you learn to speak their language, and you learn to to truly listen and give them time, and, and you get the benefit of of their wisdom and so much more. When you learn that skill of turtle talk, if you will, when you do that, you're truly gonna make a difference. This has been Crossing the Line with Dr. Larry Little. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about the concepts from this episode, you can find Dr. Larry Little's book, Make a Difference, available to purchase on Amazon or by visiting the link in the show notes. To learn more about us or to contact the show, visit our website, eaglecenterforleadership.com. Thank you for tuning in.